Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Well, I, I couldn't believe it. I stepped outside right before the show to get some fresh air, and I, I couldn't believe what I saw. I saw some blue sky. It's nice to be out from under the inversion. What's up, Missoula? Uh, happy to be with you here on 102.9 ESPN Radio. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Nuanez. Now, I'm Andrew Houghton sitting in the studio for Coulter Nuanez. Happy to be here with you. And, and yeah, what a couple days it's been here in the Garden City, not only could you not see the blue sky, I could barely see down my block when I got up this morning because the fog has just been crazy. Uh, but that's all behind us, and we got a great jam-packed show for you here today on Nuanez Now. Thanks for listening. We're coming to you live from the Missoula Broadcasting Company studios right here in beautiful Missoula, Montana. Great show for you today. Going to start off. Blake Hempstead joining us. He was in the Garden City last night watching Anaconda and Loyola play basketball. Blake, great friend of ours here at the show and at Skyline Sports, going to talk a little small school high school basketball. From there, we're going to move on to the Class AA spotlight with Coulter Nuanez for Segment 2 and the Treasure State Stars. Also, Coulter Nuanez not coming in the studio, although we did enjoy his, uh, his surprise appearance in the studio yesterday. Great to have the big man back among with us. Uh, just a few days after the birth of his son. Uh, but this will be the protocol again for the next couple weeks. Myself and Jeff Safford, he's behind the glass today, will be trading off uh, the seat in the studio here. But you'll still hear from Coulter Nuanez today in segments two and three with the Class AA Spotlight and the Treasure State Stars. Second hour, 
Jeff and I are going to get to talk a little bit of NBA with you. It's been a great season. We've played around with it a little bit here. I talked with uh, with Jeff about the All-Star starters a couple days ago. Talked uh, with Rajim Seabrook for a couple minutes about the NBA on Friday. Uh, but we'll do a lengthy discussion about the NBA in segment four. And then segment five, big hockey games coming up this weekend in both Missoula and Bozeman. A home and away for the Grizz hockey team against the Montana State Bobcats. It's going to be the final home game of the season for Grizz Hockey, so you're not going to want to miss that. We'll be uh, covering that all week here on Nuanez. Now we'll talk to players and coaches from both sides. We're going to start it off just by getting the background from our guy, Jeff Safford, the voice of Grizz Hockey. That'll take you home here on a Tuesday. There's your show outlook. Nuanez now, 102.9 ESPN Radio in Missoula, as well as SWX Montana across the state. And the ESPN MT app across the world. Shout out to our millions of listeners worldwide on the ESPN MT app. Real quick before we get started here, it's Floco every day here on Nuanez. Now you can stay up late now with Florence Coffee Company. Their kiosks on Brooks and Russell open now until 8 p.m. If you go there from 4 to 8, you can buy one, get one free, and we're giving you $10 to Florence Coffee Company. Text us. Right now, 406-888-1029 for your chance to win a $10 gift card to Florence Coffee Company. We'll be giving you a a chance to win Florence Coffee Company a couple different times throughout today's show. It's also, of course, a Tagliari Tuesday, our favorite day here at ESPN Radio. Can't wait to tell you about all the great sandwiches, olive oils, wine you can get at Tagliari Deli. Stay tuned. We'll be giving you a chance to win a $25 gift card to tag uh, later in the show, either at the end of the first hour, beginning of the second hour. Still waffling on it. Haven't really decided yet, but you will get your chance. And keep that number handy, 406-888-1029. All guests join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. And we go now to the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. And we'll, we're holding on for a second here. We're, we're dialing up Blake Hempstead. Blake, again, good friend of ours, lives in Anaconda. He, he was in Missoula yesterday to watch that uh, a rare Monday high school hoops doubleheader. Anaconda coming to visit the Loyola boys and girls uh, right here in Missoula. Emphatic wins for Loyola. But we wanted to uh, to get his thoughts on those games. Blake, of course, if you follow us at Skyline Sports, you're familiar with his great photography. Uh, he was with us down in the uh, for the FCS championship game in Frisco, Texas, earlier in the month. Uh, we also covered Cat Grizz basketball with him uh, just a week or two ago. Uh, so great to have Blake on. Do we do we have him? And uh, and we got Blake Hempstead on the line. Blake, man, thanks for doing this. How you been? Do we got him? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, can can you hear me? I can hear you. Hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> doing good. Well, uh, thanks for taking the time to come on with us. Uh, how have you been? I guess I saw you about 10 days ago in Bozeman for Cat Grizz basketball, but how you been since? I drove to Missoula yesterday, and from the time I left Anaconda to the time I got to Missoula, 
we actually dropped about 20 degrees driving from Anaconda to Missoula. So you guys are in a little bit of a hellscape with that inversion layer that keeps on showing up. We're fine in Anaconda. It's great here. 55 uh, degrees today. Uh, that's nice to hear. Anaconda, Montana, of course, one of the most beautiful places on God's green earth. But yeah, Missoula's been gray and socked in with the inversion for the last couple of days. Uh, we wanted to talk a lot of high school basketball here with you today. Of course, you were at those games in Missoula last night. But first, uh, we didn't really get a chance to catch up after that Cat Grizz basketball doubleheader. Just what were your thoughts coming out of, of Bozeman? It's wild. With that Bobcat-Grizz rivalry, Andrew, you know, the football games, I mean, trying to get a spot, as as uh, everybody knows, I do some photography for for Coulter with uh, uh, Skyline Sports, also sharing all the stuff with uh, ESPN Radio there. You can't get a spot, and with basketball, it is really the same. So, luckily, um, it was a little more open on the opposite baseline when that happened. I was sitting next to my son, who was a ball boy for the Bobcats, and it was just a freak play. Shot was up. It was a loose ball rebound. Uh, The Grizz needed to score, and, of course... Uh, Lamardo gets the rebound, and Espen Miller-McGraw just goes after the ball. It was, uh, you know, you get the ball or else the game is over. And, you know, from from the interactions from people on uh, social media, you know, it was, it was pretty, it was split down the middle. You know, the Bobcats thought it was a dirty foul. Everybody else thought it was just, you know, a hustle foul. Myself, I think it was just a hustle foul, and Lamardo kind of lost her balance and, and fell backward. But... Yeah, it was it was uh, it was twenty minutes of her on the floor, and it was a really awkward, eerie feeling in a you know in a big arena, you know, waiting for her to get up. And of course, uh, as you know, um, when you're in a spot like that, nobody wants to move around. Everybody wants to stay still because she's getting a backboard put on. So yeah, it was a scary sight, and and uh, all indications point that that she's fine she's rehabbing i haven't seen if she's made it back i haven't been back to bozeman to cover a game so you know hopefully everything is good but uh from what i heard everything is 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 progressing positively yeah not a sight that you that i have ever seen before and that you really ever want to see at the end of that uh lady grizz versus the bobcats basketball game in bozeman kj lamardo taking a really hard fall and it was just a surreal atmosphere in the arena, right? Dead silent, and some people are trying to get a cheer going, and and it's the paramedics are working on it right in front of us. So I I just, you know, it was it was a surreal experience. I realized we hadn't really talked about it all that much after that game, but but all indications, as Blake said, is that KJ Lamardo is in recovery. There, of course, we're sending her uh, all the best thoughts and wishes for a quick recovery. Well, Blake. Uh, we wanted to talk some high school basketball with you, and let's just start with those games last night. You were over here. Of course, you do great work with Copperhead Country over there in Anaconda broadcasting uh, the Copperheads games, and you came over here to Missoula last night to watch that doubleheader and to broadcast that doubleheader against Loyola. Uh, it's sort of a weird situation because you don't often get high school basketball games on a Monday, but it was a, a reschedule of a of a canceled game from earlier in the season. Uh, so we got high school basketball on a Monday in Missoula last night. A lot of attention being paid to both those games, and, and both Loyola teams just cruised them, blew them right out of the building. Let's start with the, the girls' game. Uh, 
What were your takeaways from that? I mean, this was a game between two teams that were ranked in the top 10. Of course, it's in Missoula, but Loyola goes and just wins it 61-29. What did you take away from it? Well, I tell you, the freshman, Spencer Laird, who is, she's going to be a D1 talent, in my opinion. I mean, from from the initial thoughts that I see watching her be able to shoot, I, I watch her in the warm-ups, and really nice player, can shoot all around uh, from the perimeter, but Six foot two, you can't teach size in the girls' game, obviously. She has length, she has size, she has quickness. Um, really good nose for the basketball. Uh, she was a problem for Anaconda last night. Anaconda, I was <laughs> joking with uh, head coach Andy Saltenberger, he's never had a six-footer. And the junior varsity for Florence, they had six four, six two, six one, six foot. The size that's coming up, even with mission, uh, a few six-footers, Big girls, athletic, can get out and play. Uh, multi-sport athletes up there in Mission. It's a problem, and it's a problem for Anaconda. Last night, Spencer Laird basically thrust herself onto the scene, and she's going to be along with like the Gunlock girls and and, uh, and and the Queen girl from Frenchtown. She's one of those ones that's now going to be on a lot of radars uh, moving forward, going to really be pushing to get... Uh, some statewide exposure. Well, yeah, it really felt like the coming out party for the Loyola girls last night. Of course, we knew they were good, but again, it's a good team down there in Anaconda this year, and Loyola runs them out of the gym. 25 points for the freshman Spencer Laird, 24 points for Gio Horner, who it feels like has been around forever. She's a senior. Uh, She's going to play in college next year. Uh, So just a, a resounding effort. And then you go into the boys' game in Loyola, the defending Class B state champions. They've been blowing everybody out this year. And yesterday was no different, 80-40, to 40, uh, sort of a ridiculous score. But, of course, Missoula Loyola has been beating everybody by 40 this year. What did you was, was this your first time seeing Loyola this year for the boys? It's the first, yeah, it's the first time seeing them this year. But I've been watching them for, obviously, we've been playing, you know, two doubleheaders against them every year and then see them in the divisional and see them in the state. I was able to cover them in the state tournament last year for the NFHS network. So, yeah, Loyola, the real deal. Uh, last year, they lose Rafe Conton. Uh, realistically, that was the only senior that uh, that played a lot, that had a lot of playing time. They replaced him um, with uh, Jamo Kendrick, he's in the starting lineup, uh, a sophomore, a little six foot three, nice little guard, can shoot the basketball. But the big three for Loyola is is just it's. I would say it's the best starting lineup in in all of Montana. I haven't seen Bozeman. I, I got into a little argument on Twitter. I just tried to pose the question: Who could beat Loyola? Uh, you look at like last night, Ethan Stack had twenty one, Johnston. Uh, with 19, and then Noah Haffey with 14. Noah Haffey has some Anaconda ties. His dad was a couple years younger than me, graduated from Anaconda. So, yeah, Loyola really does have a complete team. They can go nine deep. They're athletic. Um, And I said this last night on my broadcast. Unlike most Loyola teams, and this is kind of a funny thing to say, they're a bunch of really likable kids. Anaconda and Loyola have have had this little rivalry going on since Anaconda moved into Class B, and that goes back to you know the Braxton Hill days and 
and and when Anaconda and Loyola are button heads. But this team is good. They are going to beat you out of the gymnasium, and they have a smile on their face, and they're really kind when they do it. It's 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 kind of it's kind of fun to watch. It really is. Yeah, you're talking about Loyola as one of the top teams in the state. It's Blake Hempstead, by the way, uh, owner-operator of Copperhead Country down there in Anaconda, and a great friend of the show uh, comes on from time to time here on Nuanez now, as well as a uh, big help, one of our photographers at Skyline Sports. Uh, he's joining us to talk a little high school basketball, a little small school high school basketball, a little of the Class AA spotlight coming up with Colter Nuanez right after this at about 4.30. But uh, but Blake, yeah, I mean that that Loyola team. I mean they're they're undefeated, and that's included, I think, four wins over Class A teams. The only game they've played that's been even close, they beat Haver, I think, by five points, and Haver's a a pretty good Class A team. What makes them so dangerous? Just in in your opinion, watching them last night, as it looks like Scott Anderson's Loyola Rams heading towards potentially back to back state titles. Their length is nearly impossible to match up with. So Reynolds Johnson, Ethan Stacker, both six foot five in class A, class B, even double A, those six foot five, you have six foot five in Montana, you're playing a forward or a center position. These two are guards. And they can get down and mix it up. Reynolds Johnson is already getting <clears throat> looks from Carroll College, a bunch of NAIA schools. He's a junior. Uh, Ethan Stack, I think his uh, his level might be a little bit higher. One of the things that I, one of the kind of concerns I had for him to see if he could be Division One and a high-level Division One player is his athleticism. You know, could he get above the rim? Last night, he had a steal and a and a walkaway dunk. Really got above the rim. They threw a couple backdoor lobs to him. So his athleticism has really gotten gotten to the next level. So he's going to be one of those little tweeners that he may be able to, you know, to get up into that Division One level, no matter what he's going to be a good player in college wherever he goes. So their length, their defense, you know, you have four kids off the bench that are all 6'1", 6'2", that can come out and play defense. They can all shoot the basketball. They share it so well. If one of them is having an off-shooting night, Noah Haffey can sit in the corner and just pump threes um, day after day. So they are good at what they do. They have fun while they're doing it. And quite honestly, they're, they're just an athletic nightmare for small school basketball to even match up with. Andrew Houghton with you here on Nuanez Now. Uh, coming to you live on 102.9 ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana and the ESPN MT app. Blake Hempstead sitting in with us for the first segment here. Talking a little small school, high school basketball. Blake got an up-close and personal look at the Missoula Loyola girls and boys last night. Blake, let's shift the conversation a little bit here. And, uh, you know, you've, of course, been following Anaconda for a long time. What, how's Anaconda doing this year, boys and girls hoops, other than, of course, the setbacks last night? Well, a 40-point loss to Loyola, yeah, it is what it is. Anaconda, they were without their starting point guard. Kale McLaudis dinged up his ankle against Deer Lodge in a win against Deer Lodge. And then they come out against Mission. Uh, the next week, and this was the day after they beat Florence on the road last Friday, and then on Saturday they scored 31 points in the first quarter, and then, of course, last night, Loyola, after being down or being up on Anaconda just 13 to 13 to 8 after the first quarter, Loyola puts 31 points in the in the quarter up on Anaconda. So Loyola can get out and just 
throw points at you in numbers. And the 40-point loss, it's just something that you're going to have to deal with, um, some adversity to climb. I know Kale is getting back to himself. He's got a dinged-up knee, dinged-up ankle. So the boys are actually trending upward. Uh, River Hurley is their best player. Hurley's getting some looks from some NAI school, six foot six swingman. Of course, the Hurley name in Anaconda is synonymous with great basketball, and and River really is a good basketball player. But Anaconda has some pieces. Uh, Titan Cook, uh, senior, kind of a role player, has stepped up. He's been in double figures the last three games. So uh, Dakota Norris has them has them playing well. Uh, the good thing about the Western B this year, they do take three out of the Western B. So Anaconda trending up even though that 40-point loss kind of stings and, and looks bad in the big picture. But uh, um, they have another rematch with our league coming up here in the next week, and that will determine the number one and number two seeds that come out of uh, the Western B. So you want to be on that two side, definitely, if you're the boys. For the girls, um, Mania Lunsford is – she could play maybe a JUCO – um, I know she's been getting some interest. I don't know if she's really interested in playing uh, basketball after college or in college after high school. Um, don't know if she really wants to be done with it. McKenna Patrick, who blew her knee out last year, who was a 22-point, 10-rebound, a, a game scorer. She's been coming back. They've they've been playing her more and more. She came back with that complete knee uh, debacle with the MCL, ACL, and uh, I think she also tore her patellar, but I'm not really sure. But she had a, a bad knee injury. She's coming back. And even though last night was a, a little bit of a wake-up call for them, I, I think they're in a good position. They did lose in the last seconds to Mission on Saturday with a banked-in three at the buzzer, which was a just a great shot by um, by the Mission girl. I, I can't uh, – her name escapes me right now, but uh, – but yeah, Anaconda and both Anaconda boys and girls, they're turning upward. They'll be in the mix when it comes to the state tournament talk uh, divisionals here in a couple of weeks. That'll be in Pablo. So it's coming down to the end, Andrew. It's, it's, it's kind of fun. Well, we certainly are in the in the middle of high school basketball season here in the Treasure State. It's been great uh, catching up with people from across the state, uh, getting a little bit of a clearer picture of what's going on as we've transitioned out of a football season that, that stretched well into January here, uh, at least for us at ESPN Missoula, covering the Montana Grizzlies run to the FCS National Championship game. Just a couple more minutes left here in the first segment with Blake Hempstead of Copperhead Country. And Blake, just really general here, really wide open. I mean, we've talked uh, a, a little bit about some of the storylines in high school basketball across the state. What have been the ones that have stood out to you? And, and you know, just wide open here, if that's something in Class AA, go for it. But uh, even with any of the smaller schools, what's really stood out to you so far this season? Well, you kicked around the idea of the Class A girls, how it's, as you noted kind of a bloodbath well it was big fork opening up a little bit of <laughs> well opening up the western b for sure when they left to go to class a and they come out and they their only game they lost to frenchtown who has a, a really good player in in quinn who's gonna potentially play division one maybe uh, at least naia and in, in montana of course she can go different places but but really good athletes all around with Dylan, Billings Central, Frenchtown, Big Fork, the Gunlock Sisters, <clears throat> a couple girls that are going to play collegiate basketball. I think they had a younger 
sister who is now a freshman, so they might even have, or eighth grader, they might even have three of the Gunlock sisters at Big Fork. I, I don't know. I haven't watched them play, but I knew that they were going to be a problem moving into uh, the Western A. So uh, Dylan, super athletic. Hallie Fitzgerald is going on to play at Carroll. Uh, they have a, a, a Conan girl, a girl by the name of Sydney Peterson, if I remember right. Uh, very athletic group down there in Dillon. And, of course, uh, coached by former Twin Bridges coach. And, and uh, oh, his name escapes me now. Wow. Is it Wes? It's, no, it's Wes's brother. I'll think of it in here in a second. I apologize. I'm not prepared for that one. But um, Miles City also in the mix in that Class A girls. But, yeah, really fun to watch all these uh, these small schools, the Class A. And, and I don't ever get to see Double A, unfortunately. Yeah, it, it's been really one to watch. I think just the, the level of talent. We have touched on it a couple times here on Nuanez now. Uh, just the level of talent, particularly for girls basketball across the state at all of the classifications, all those girls you mentioned in Class A, and that's certainly going to be one to watch as it comes down to the wire here. That's uh, Blake Hempstead of Copperhead Country joining us on Nuanez now off the top. Uh, just to talk a little small school basketball, Blake, of course, uh, the expert, the man when it comes to anything uh, in Anaconda uh, covers and broadcasts all the Anaconda Copperheads games for Copperheads country. Uh, he was down here in Missoula last night to watch the Copperheads take on Missoula Loyola, and he's kind enough to share a little bit of his time with us today on your Tuesday. Uh, Blake, I'll, I'll get you out of here. we got to get out because Coulter Nuanez is going to have a uh, Class AA spotlight for us, talking a little bit more high school basketball coming up right after this. Uh, but anything else that, that you wanted to mention here before I get you out of here? I forgot one girl from Anaconda. She plays for Baylor Sports Specific in the in the in the summers. Mila Mitchell. She was the seventh Copperhead girl to ever score thirty points. She did that against Mission. She had thirty one. So the Missoula ties there. And it's Josh Keller. Josh Keller that coaches the the girls down in Dillon. And uh, I, I I don't know why I couldn't remember that, but of course he's the the son of Steve, who was a university <clears throat> or who is Helena High. Uh, Western and Providence head coach all those years. So, yeah, trying to correct myself. There you go. Uh, we don't mind the slip-ups here on Nuanez now. That's why we've got two hours here so we can come back to it and correct ourselves. Uh, happy to be joined uh, always by Blake Hempstead, good friend of the show, good friend of ours, uh, both here at 102.9 ESPN Radio and Skyline Sports. Always good to hear from you. He's one of the guys who's doing really good work. Uh, you know, there are a ton of great sports media members in this state. Blake's one of them for what he does for those kids down in Anaconda. So uh, good to hear from you. Hopefully we can go on a, another adventure for Skyline Sports sometime soon. I, I know I just saw you at the Cat Grizz game, but always good spending time with you and always good talking to you. Absolutely. Go out and watch those Loyola teams, Missoula. Go out and watch those kids. They uh, They deserve it. Pretty strong and pretty fair endorsement. Uh, they are very, very talented basketball teams, both the boys and the girls down there at Missoula Loyola this year. We're moving on, though, to Class AA. Uh, Coulter Nuanez will come back with uh, just some analysis of what's going on in big school basketball across the state of Montana. 
You're listening to Nuanez Now. We'll be back right after this, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Well, Jimi Hendrix bringing it back here on Nuwana's Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana and the ESPN MT app uh, got inspired. They were playing a little Jimi Hendrix on the trail this morning when I was coming into the office. Uh, trail 103.3, of course. As Coulter always says, if you ever need to turn the dial off ESPN 102.9 for any reason, that's fine. You're allowed to go one notch up the dial. Trail 103.3, uh, part of our great organization here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company, uh, along with the U1045 and Jack 105.9 FM. Happy to have you with us here on a Tuesday. Uh, we're talking all things high school basketball in this first hour. Just heard from Blake Hempstead of Copperhead Country uh, tuning in with a couple of small school storylines to watch midway through the season. Here's Coulter Nuanez with our Class AA Spotlight. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Coulter Nuanez. Coming to you remotely, we're hanging out here in the basement, but it's uh, time for our latest Class AA Spotlight. Class AA Spotlight, highlighting some of the best storylines from around the state of Montana at the Class AA level in both girls and boys basketball. As we've been telling you, all sorts of fun stuff coming down the pipe, including the return of the Class AA State Tournament to Missoula. It's been since 2003 that the Class AA State Tournament came to the Garden City, so certainly... A long time coming. Our Class AA Spotlight is presented in part by Grizzly Disposal. Grizzly Disposal is locally owned and operated and supports local high school sports. You can visit grizzlydisposal.com to get your free quote today. Uh, This is going to be partly an interview segment, partly an analysis segment, and we'll just be breaking down what's going down in the Class AA ranks. We're getting to the the fun part of the year. We're about halfway through the season. Uh, everybody is into conference play, and I think as of this last weekend, everybody's played each other once. Now, there's eight teams in, in each conference in Western AA, so once you're through seven conference games, that means uh, you played all the conference opponents, and uh, 
a couple great starts uh, on the boys' side. Bozeman undefeated through their first run through the Eastern AA. Uh, they're 7-0 in Eastern play and 11-0 overall. Pretty great extension when you talk about that they went undefeated during the high school football season as well. And the uh, the centerpiece there, there's a lot of guys that are, that are on both of those rosters, but the centerpiece has certainly been Kellen Harrison. He's the Montana Gatorade Football Player of the Year, and uh, I'm not going to say he's He's going to win the Gatorade Basketball Player of the Year, but he's absolutely affirmed himself as a candidate, and uh, he's got an inside track at the very least. He scored about 20 points per game. He's been on our Treasure State Stars, uh, which will be coming up here in just a little while, uh, a full three weeks in a row. I think we, I mean, at this point, if Bozeman keeps winning and he keeps scoring like he does, it's going to be hard to not have him at least be a candidate on that Treasure State Stars. So we'll try to spread the love around as much as we can, but Kellen Harrison's playing outstanding right now. Uh, Bozeman, they completed their first run through Eastern AA play by uh, beating Billings Senior 58-42. So uh, they're now 11-0 overall and a great start by them. And the same thing out west, the Hellgate boys who won the state championship a year ago, they are the reigning AA champions. They're off to an outstanding start as well. I think a lot of people wondered what was going to happen after um, Donovan Headswift and Connor Dick and that great senior class there for Hellgate graduated, but they've just uh, not missed a beat whatsoever. They've been, uh, I mean, I I think that Easton Sant, their junior point guard, and this is a very narrow view. I have I've seen no, nowhere close to the amount of high school hoops I will have seen by the time the state tournament rolls around, March seventh through the ninth here in Missoula. But Easton Sant, he's certainly the the guy that I've noticed the most. I noticed him right away when he was a freshman. He was outstanding two years ago. Big Sky ran this awesome full court press, and, and that helped the Eagles get all the way to a third place finish, which was one of their best finishes in the last generation. Honestly. I thought Sant, as a freshman, really handled it well when I went to the Crosstown game between Hellgate and Big Sky. So that was the first impression. Then last year, bona fide good player. I mean, he's, he's just a bona fide standout guy. But now he's a junior. He's, he's gotten bigger. Um, he's always been tall and long for a point guard. He's about 6'1". But he, uh, he's gotten a little bit more mass. He's grown into his body a little bit. But, man, he is smooth. I mean, for example, he's one of those guys that makes plays that don't show up on the stat sheet at all. I know it's a cliche thing to say, but against Sentinel, for example, a couple weeks ago, there was a ball going out right towards the Sentinel student section, and Sant not only saved the ball, but he saved it over the back of his head. Like, he threw a behind-the-head, behind-the-back type of pass to a streaking forward who caught it in stride and and got a free layup. I mean, if you just save that ball and and maintain possession, great play. To be able to save it and put it on a dime into a streaking player's hands for a layup in transition, unreal. And and it's not just been Sant, though. I mean, Chance McNulty was a key player on last year's Hellgate team, and he's back for his senior year, one of the best shooters in AA. And Zane Gilhouse has probably been the breakout star for the Knights. And he's only a sophomore, but he scored in double figures pretty much night in and night out. Uh, the other night against Flathead, he had 14 uh, as Hellgate uh, completed their, their 7-0 start uh, through Western AA play. So that's sort of the story right now is uh, a couple teams on the uh, boys' side are undefeated through their first round of of conference games on the girls side it's been a little bit more competitive out west but out east it's uh, it's billing skyview and then everybody else i know there's a lot of pressure that comes with it i mean brianna williams is one of those rare generational type players i mean she's in that conversation with like jocelyn tinkle and and Lori Payne and 
uh, Karen Deedon and Jill Barta, even some of the great players that have ever come out of Montana. Uh, for those that haven't been following along, Williams led Billing Skyview to their first ever state championship when she was a sophomore. Then last year, she was the Gatorade Player of the Year uh, as a junior, but Skyview actually lost in the first round of the AA tournament, so they had to claw their way back to get third. But now here Williams is as a senior, and she's been, I mean, she's been unreal. I mean, that's what you look like when you're going to the Big Ten, so you sort of expect it. But what can you actually expect? I mean, you expect her to be, you know, productive, 18 to 20 points, you know, 8 to 10 rebounds. But then when she goes nuts, I mean, she went nuts against against Great Falls CMR. 72-52, Skyview drills the wrestlers. And Williams, 36 points and 14 rebounds. And that helps Skyview complete their undefeated run through the first half of Eastern AA play. So uh, Falcons, certainly the team to beat. Uh, it's an interesting deal there as well because they have a new head coach uh, after Brett Montague stepped away last year. So uh, all sorts of uh, different dynamics there. It's going to be one of those weird storylines, though, because when you have a Big Ten type of player, a McDonald's All-American candidate, somebody that's expected to be the queen of the class, I mean, the, the, the number one player in the class, no doubt about it. And she is that. There's no question. There's, there's no dethroning her within the scope of this year. But anything but a state championship is a bust. So you wonder, is it actually better for Billings Skyview to lose a game? Like if they just lost a game in the regular season before tournament times comes around, or maybe even in the district tournament, could that help them? I'm not sure. I, I mean, I think if you are if you can maintain the focus for a full you know, 24 or 25 game run, do it. I mean, then you can be amongst those names, those you know top names in Montana high school hoops history. And the lore on the girls' side is is as, if not more, prestigious than even on the boys' side because the girls from Montana have got on to such great heights, like those gals that I mentioned, Lori Payne and Karen Deedon going to University of Washington, Jill Barda going to Gonzaga, Jocelyn Tinkle, of course, going to multiple Final Fours uh, at Stanford. So um, the gals from Montana certainly make it big, and Brandon Williams is going big, but can they finish the deal? That'll be a, a very compelling storyline to watch. It's our Class AA Spotlight here on Nuanas Now. It's presented in part by Montana Imaging. Montana Imaging offers MRIs at half the price of the other guys, and they can get you in same day or next day with short wait time on results. Visit MontanaImagingCenter.com for more information. Montana Imaging, uh, proud to present the Class AA Spotlight a couple times a week here on Nuanas Now. Some other fun storylines going on right now in the Class AA ranks, and there's there's a ton of them. There, there certainly is. But you got to talk about the emergence of Bozeman Gallatin, and we've done this with every sport. The storyline is the same, right? Bozeman Gallatin's now in its third full year of existence as a high school. And people talked for years, you know, th- those with resentment would say, well, Bozeman High School, old school Bozeman High School, I guess they call it, they don't call it Bozeman Senior High School anymore, but I, I think we should add that. That's a total tangent, but I think we should add Bozeman Senior and Bozeman Gallatin so we know the difference. Because right now it's just Gallatin and Bozeman. So a little bit confusing. It's not really, but I just think Bozeman Senior could give it a, you know, we got Missoula Big Sky, Missoula Hellgate, Missoula Sentinel. Why not Bozeman Senior? It is confusing, though, also because there's Billings Senior. So, anyways, I digress. The Raptors, Gallatin High School, people wondered, okay, Bozeman High School was the biggest 
high school in the state of Montana. Biggest population base. And a lot of sort of haters, skeptics would say, well, they're they're so good at, at all these sports because they have the most kids. Well, to be fair, Bozeman was actually really only good at the sports that they poured a, a bunch of attention into, like high school tennis and girls golf and cross country on both sides. And, and a lot of that led back to the factors that make great programs like community engagement and awesome coaches and, you know, making it something that young athletes aspire to do. But to put that in perspective, one of the sports that's influenced by numbers the most, actually both wrestling and and football, both are influenced by numbers big time. Bozeman didn't win a state football championship for almost 100 years. They, their last one before 2011 when they broke through came in 1917. So <laughs> you can't really point to the numbers being a huge advantage in football. Bozeman was always fine and sometimes good but never close to what they've been over the last you know, 10 to 12 years. And part of that's because of the program. It has nothing to do with the numbers. The numbers help, but having great coaches and programs help. That's all to say that Bozeman Gallatin has been on the rise in a variety of different sports. They, they won uh, boys track and field a year ago. Bozeman Gallatin, excuse me, has been on the rise in, in a variety of different sports. They won boys track and field a year ago. Uh, they've had some multiple standouts in other sports, including Claire Rutherford, who's the two-time cross-country runner of the year. You know, on down the line. But now they're really good at hoops, both sides. Jack Repshire is having a great year. This last weekend, he had 18 points against Belgrade and 19 points against Billing Senior. And Gallatin swept the weekend. So they're 5-2 and two in Eastern AA play. They're 9-2 and two overall. They're number three in the state right now on the boys' side. On the girls' side, they got an awesome, they got a dynamo. They got uh, one of the best young players uh, in the state in Jada Davis. She's the, the daughter of Mecklen Davis, who's... Uh, a club basketball coach here in the state, but he's a, a Montana State guy, an all-big sky forward there for the Bobcats, and he's done a lot of work with young kids around Montana. He's been training and helping with club stuff and all that, and uh, you can see that translating to his daughters. She's an awesome point guard. She had 20 points against Belgrade the other night. Abe Odegaard's also a great player uh, for Bozeman Gallatin, and the uh, the Raptor girls are also off to a 5-2 and two start, and they're also 9-2 and two overall. They're also... Ranked number three, the Class AA poll in its current iteration. Class AA Spotlight presented in part by Florence Coffee. Florence Coffee has locations all over the state, so no matter where you're at, you can get a delicious coffee, lotus, or a smoothie. Florence Coffee is proud to present our AA coverage. They also have new late hours for their Russell Street and their Reserve Street locations. They're open until 8 p.m. So we're giving you a chance to stay up late, drink yourself some Joe. We got a gift card for you to Florence Coffee today and every day until they tell us to stop doing it. So if you want one, text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Text us. We'll do two texts from today because I think we forgot to give one away yesterday on Monday's show. We got two free gift cards for you to Florence Coffee. Florence Coffee, helping you stay up late all across the uh, state of Montana. Last couple storylines, and we'll continue to hash these out uh, throughout the weeks leading up to the Class AA tournament. Of course, our impetus for this, our motivation for this, is the uh, Class AA tournament coming back to Missoula for the first time in more than 20 years. I think it's a great opportunity for the Garden City to show our hospitality, the way that we've grown, uh, the awesome community that we have here. So a couple more notes on the Class AA ranks. Skyview on the boys' side, they're into the top five. They were awesome under Kevin Morales. They've been in a little bit of a rebuild ever since Morales stepped down, but they've been good uh, so far off, out the gates, so um, th- they're certainly a team to watch out east. Helena High, I thought was going to be one of the best teams in the west. They made a little bit of a run last year. They had a really young core 
And then they've they've been sort of struggling out the gates. Part of that, though, is because Tevin Wetzel, who's their outstanding junior slasher, he's been out. He hurt himself. He got he busted up his knee during football, missed the whole rest of the football season, which impacted the Bengals negatively. And then he missed the first six games of basketball as well. I think non-coincidentally, Helena started out pretty poorly. I think they only won one of their first seven. But they've won four out of five now, and they're sitting at four and three in league play. They drilled Butte on Saturday, 70-42, to and Wetzel, he looks back to full form. He had 24 points to lead the way, so that's certainly an interesting fold with one of the better players in the state uh, back to full strength. Also, Jackson Lieberg there, a player to watch at Helena. He's probably a college football player. He's getting a lot of looks from the, uh, the Cats and the Grizz right now and other frontier schools in football, but he's a great basketball player uh, as well. One last note on the West, I think Big Sky is also a team that could be a dark horse. The Eagles uh, have been sort of up and down, but they have some good pieces. Carson Tao is a really good player, as is Zay Reed. And uh, the Eagles come out of the weekend, even in uh, in Western AA play as well. They're 3-3 three and three in Western AA play, Big Sky is, and they're 5-5 five and five overall. So maybe they're a team that could... Make a push. And then uh, last couple things on the girls' side. The defending champs, although all the headlines and Billings are stemming from Billings Skyview, Billings West still is the defending champs, and they have some pretty recognizable pieces. Courtney Grossman, who's actually her mom, is the volleyball coach there at Billings West. And and Coach Grossman announced her retirement uh, earlier, I think like two weeks ago. But Billings West went undefeated in volleyball this year, and a lot of those young ladies are playing basketball as well. So they came off of losing... Uh, excuse me, winning the state championship over Flathead last year and then uh, going undefeated in volleyball, so impressive there, and now onto the basketball court. So even though Skyview's gotten all the headlines on the girls' side, West certainly a team to be reckoned with. And uh, Courtney Grossman, she's been outstanding. She's headed to Eastern Washington to play basketball next year. Uh, she had 18 points in a big win over Great Falls CMR over the weekend. Brooklyn Pierce, who's coming to Montana to play volleyball, she had 17 points for the Golden Bears. And, and West right now, they're sitting there at 5-2 and two as well in uh, Eastern AA play. They're 9-2 and two overall. So they're off to a, a great start. So certainly don't sleep on the defending champs. And then uh, last notes for you, Butte. Butte was terrible last year. Butte only won five games all year last year, although they did make some noise in the district tournament. But Butte won against Helena Capital on Thursday, and now they've got six wins. So they've already equaled their victory total from last year, and uh, they're 3-2 and two in Western AA play. So Butte's certainly a team that's improved a lot this year. Then a couple other teams that I think that were sort of mysteries. Yeah, you knew you had some pieces, but you also knew you had to replace some pieces. Missoula Sentinel and Missoula Hellgate. They played a slugfest in Crosstown a couple weeks ago, and Sentinel emerged with a win, and since then... Spartans have now won three in a row. So they beat Hellgate, and then they also swept the, the Kalispell schools. Emily McElmurray's playing great. She played awesome down the stretch against Hellgate, and uh, she played even better this last weekend. She had 23 points uh, against Flathead and then another 17 against Glacier. So she's uh, certainly a real-deal college prospect, the latest in the McElmurray sisters that have been awesome athletes there at Sentinel. Of course, Ashley McElmurray is a all-Big Ten track athlete out there at Nebraska. And uh, Audrey McElmurray is um, down at Sac State, also having a great year as a, a horizontal jumper. So uh, Emily's a great track star as well. I actually think if she focused on track, that might be her highest ceiling. But she's a really good basketball player. So um, we'll see where her future takes her. But she's certainly looking like an all-state talent. And then Hellgate, they've also 
turned the corner. They they were uh, tough out the gates, but and they did have the loss to settle, but they swept this last weekend, so they also sit at 4-3 and three in conference play. There you go. It's our Class AA Spotlight. It's proudly presented by Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank is Montana's brand of banking. Stockman Bank just celebrated their 70th anniversary last year, so you know if they've been doing it for 70-plus years, they know exactly what they're doing. Stockman Bank's in Montana, only in Montana, and they plan on keeping it that way. Experience the Stockman difference. As a family-owned community bank with locations throughout Montana, Stockman Bank is committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. They're also proud to support the Class AA Spotlight a couple times a week here on Nuanas Now. Church State Stars on the other side. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. I'm Andrew Houghton, sitting in for Coulter Nuanez today on your Tuesday. Got to apologize for saying that I saw some blue sky when I poked my head out of the the office before the show because the fog has moved back in thicker than ever. Uh, Happy inversion, Missoula. Looks like Middle Earth out there or something. Uh, You're listening to Nuanez now, 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana in the ESPN MT app. Got to get uh, to the Treasure State Stars here. Coulter Nuanez, again, kind enough to uh, gather and record this week's edition of the Treasure State Stars. One late addition to the list, breaking news from out of Florence's football program, Pat Duchesne Sr. stepping down as head coach of the Florence Carlton Falcons, uh, which might be the end of, of one of the greater dynasties that we've ever seen here in Montana football. He's the first uh, coach to ever lead a team to three straight Class B state titles, and that run ongoing because Florence Carlton won the title in the fall. Pat Duchesne Sr., of course, I, they had some some great teams, a ton of talent down there at Florence for the last three seasons. So uh, Treasure State star number one, Pat Duchesne Sr., developing story, of course. Uh, we might have him on the show in the future, uh, but for now, that's what we know. Pat Duchesne retiring uh, as the head coach of Florence football after a great, great run there for the Falcons. Without further ado, here's Coulter Nuanez bringing you this week's Treasure State Stars. What's up, everybody? Time now for our Treasure State Stars. This is presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, the best place in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Get through these as quick as we can because we do have a fair amount of these. And I got to tell you, when we do these on Tuesdays, each Tuesday during the first hour here on Nuanas Now, there's been 
oftentimes a Tuesday night worth of games, a Thursday night worth of games, a Friday night worth of games, and a Saturday night worth of games. So there's all sorts of games to pick from. I mean, I could make a list of 50 great performances every week if I wanted to, but we got to keep it concise and uh, get to the best of the best, so let's roll through it. Treasure State star number one, Brianna Williams. We talked a lot about her in our Class AA spotlight, so we'll leave it at that, but she had 36 points and 13 rebounds against Great Falls CMR. She is Billings Skyview's top player. She's headed to Maryland on a scholarship, so from Billings to the Big Ten, pretty darn good. She is a McDonald's all-star game McDonald's National uh, All-American type candidate. She was named that two weeks ago, so uh, pretty impressive for the young lady from the Magic City. Thursday star number two, Porter Kreider. How about 31 points as Jordan handed number five Winnet Grass Range a 56-49 overtime victory, so pretty darn impressive. And Porter Kreider, one of the top scorers uh, in the state of Montana. Thursday star number three, Bryson LaCour. He had the top point total for a boy, over the last week in Montana, he had 36 points for Thompson Falls as they were unstoppable against St. Ignatius. They won 73-42. So LaCour almost kept even with St. Ignatius all by himself. 36 points for him, 42 for St. Ignatius. So uh, impressive by Bryson LaCour. Try to say star number four. Cade Cathy had 32 points against Townsend, a 72-21 win for Sheridan against Townsend. Tyler Thies also had 26. He had two guys from Sheridan outscore Townsend all by themselves. So uh, Sheridan's good. They're uh, up to 10-4 and this year. Townsend, uh, not so much. They're 0-5, so they're struggling. Uh, but Townsend's always had great uh, athletics, especially when it comes to volleyball and football. So uh, maybe it's just one of those years when it comes to boys' basketball. Treasure State star number five. Nolan Cameron of Melstone, he led his team to an 86-43 win over Broadview Levina, and he had 30 points, so a bunch of 30-point performances this week. Uh, that's a good one for the uh, the Bronx. They are now 4-1 and in, in conference play. Trevor State Star number 6 talked about this young man a little bit in our uh, Western or our Class AA spotlight, excuse me. McCarson Talm is a little big guy. Uh, he leads the Eagles to a 56-49 win over Helena. And Big Sky don't look now, but they're up to 500, so they've de- definitely been surging. Trevor State star number seven, Jack Keeley of Butte Central, 26 points uh, against Stevensville and also had a big game uh, against Hamilton. So uh, he had a nice weekend in the Maroons, certainly one of the best teams in Class Double A, or Class A, excuse me. They are number two right now in the uh, current polls. A couple of girls for you. Trevor State star number eight, how about Audrey Hale? We've heard a lot about Cadence Couture. And Avery DeCoit from Missoula Big Sky. But Big Sky, they're not just a, uh, a two-horse uh, act there. They have a couple other great players, including Audrey Hale. She had 22 points to lead Big Sky to a 64-53 win over number 5, Helena. So that's probably Big Sky's best win so far. Uh, the Eagle Girls are uh, off to a great start. They're 6-1 and one in Western AA play. And uh, certainly uh, Audrey Hale a big part of that. Thursday star number nine, Emily McElroy. We talked about her a lot in our Class AA spotlight as well. She had 23 points for Sentinel against Kalispell Flathead and then another 17 points for the Spartans against Kalispell Glacier. So she's continuing her great senior year. How about some small school performances for you here? Thursday Stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. Number four, Baker, they rolled number seven, Lodgegrass, in Class B action, 74-29. And Madison O'Connor, a huge part of that. She had 26 points and six assists for good measure. So Baker, they continue their winning ways. Uh, And then Treasure State star number 11, Ennis beats Manhattan 56-40. And Marissa Snyder, unstoppable with 38 points 
uh, to lead the Mustangs as they overpower the Tigers. And uh, we saved the best for last. This is a young lady that I think is an absolute dynamo. She is uh, definitely the most explosive on-ball point guard in the state of Montana. And she is tearing up the Class B ranks right now. Paige Laughing of Huntley Project. She had a season-high 39 points for the Red Devils. That is the highest by a girl in the state of Montana this entire season. She's averaging 25.5 points per game. And Huntley, they rolled Red Lodge 84-39. So Paige Laughing continues her outstanding junior year. Still got another year left after this, but she's doing great things there for the Red Devils. Playing for Manny Morales, uh, all-time Lady Grizz, great there at Huntley. And uh, Paige Laughing, certainly uh, a really, really fun player to watch. 39 points to wrap up our Treasure State Stars, which is proudly presented by Parkside Credit Union. Every Tuesday here on Duana's Now and Parkside Credit Union, a great place to get a loan in western Montana because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. All sorts of NBA talk, plus more hoops for you. Andrew Houghton, Jeff Safford. Going crazy here on Nuanas Now. Don't change the dial. Keep it right here. It's ESPN Radio. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here. And if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes. And they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org. Or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.